TED Audio Collective. I'm Elise Hugh. You're listening to TED Talks Daily. Today, the essayist Jimmy Briggs asks all of us to explore how masculinity and our ideas about it have harmed us. In his talk from TED Women 2021, he explains the consequences of the most traditional notions of manhood and how to rethink it to the benefit of everyone. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash Bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. The world can be a toxic place. No one knows this more than women and girls, cis and trans, as well as non-binary people. I am a journalist with 30 years' experience reporting on the injustices women and others face around the world. I am a co-founder of the Man Up campaign to energize youth activism against sexual and gender-based violence. I am a father to two daughters. I'm a life partner to a woman. And I'm a black man in America. Holding these identities and many more, I say this call to action to you with the deepest sincerity and utmost gravity. It is time for a gender reckoning, beginning with men authentically confronting our internal selves and each other to rid the toxicity within us. Against the backdrop of Black Lives Matter protest, cries for a racial reckoning have echoed throughout the world, at times seeming premature and largely misunderstood. I believe a true gender reckoning must be at the center of any transformative movement for social justice and equity. But what is a reckoning? Dictionaries say it means to resolve a bill or a debt. In other words, to settle an account. In the case of women and girls, what is the debt owed to them? Who's to pay it? And how? The consequences of male toxicity continue building the debt to which I refer, including, among others, a gender wealth gap, most affecting women who care for their families, as well as act as the primary income generators for their households. Today, in the United States and abroad, threats to reproductive justice endanger the lives and hard-fought rights of women in regards to their bodily, sexual, and gender autonomy, impacting the most disenfranchised community in society. And violence against women in all of its forms, still represents an existential challenge, as we've seen domestic violence rise in the pandemic as people confined to their homes. We've seen online and public harassment flourish unabated. And the sexual trafficking, prostitution, exploitation, 
of women and girls thrives as ever before. From where does this toxicity come, and why? Men are not endangered. We're not under assault. We're not being unfairly maligned. In fact, it is men, or rather, certain masculinities, that are the issue. To be clear, being a man does not make me, anyone else who identifies as a man, inherently toxic. But masculinity, in certain forms, can harm women, girls, non-binary people, and men through violence, dominating power, and control. So, how do we address this? How can we men step up and better support our daughters, our sisters, our female partners, our colleagues, neighbors, and friends? Through what means can men both instigate and lead a gender reckoning? First, we must tell the truth. We must tell the truth. Men grow into this world, becoming who we're expected to be, or who we think we're expected to be, based on cultural expectations and inaccurate historical narratives. As a short, chubby black kid wearing glasses growing up. I was repeatedly told, "I cry too much. I'm too emotional, too soft." It was ingrained in me that to prove my masculinity, I had to display physical prowess, intimidation. Because of that indoctrination, as an adult, I refused to seek help facing escalating health challenges, including high blood pressure and mental trauma. The archetype of manhood nearly killed me. I say that as a survivor of two heart attacks, four years on dialysis, and a kidney transplant. Aside from the physical risk I put myself into covering wars around the world, the injury we do to ourselves and the women around us comes from fear of losing control, of lack of external affirmation, and simply out of shame. Man has a spectrum of identities. There is no one way to be a man, and sometimes discovering one's true manhood is a lifelong journey. Secondly, we must be consistent. Men, especially men of color, cannot expect women to stand up for us, with us, in the face of systemic oppressions. When too often, we do not do the same for them. The Black Lives Matter movement, for example, founded, named, and led by queer women of color, still centers black men's well-being in the face of unfair policing and criminal justice systems. And where is the reciprocal support from those men, including myself, in addressing intra-community violence against women of color, maternal health inequity, economic disparity? How and where do men show up for women? I wonder how many men stood with women on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court as they fought for reproductive rights. How many men should have been there? Finally, 
There can be no reckoning without accountability. There can be no reckoning without accountability. Men who commit acts of violence against women must be held accountable by formal systems of justice, as well as other men. Silence in the face of misogynistic behavior and language is complicity. We men need to break free from the pack, take concrete actions to stop violence, create safety, and build equity, and most importantly, say something. To be sure, bold men around us are actively working to disrupt the narrative of male toxicity. After the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, a local organization, Covaviv, invited men to be defenders of women and girls in displacement camps, women and girls who are at risk of sexual assault. Scores of men answered the call and continue to do so today. In New York City, Connect NYC, led by a black man, actively engages community partners across civil society to address family violence. And in a profession not known generally for its advocacy against gender violence, a professional player for the Washington football team has become an unabashed advocate for men to learn and actively change behaviors regarding sexual and physical violence. There is hope. There is light. Men around the world are putting in the work to catalyze a true gender reckoning. But far more needed. What I want to say to you today is this. Too many of us, too many men, don't understand that equity, justice, inclusivity, safety for women, girls, and non-binary people serves and saves us all. Broken masculinity harms societies. Full stop. When we men reckon with that truth, we will finally find our shared humanity. Women, girls, non-binary people, men, staying together on equal footing with mutual respect in safe environments is the greatest gender reckoning we can create. Thank you. TED Talks Daily is hosted by me, Elise Hugh, and produced by TED. Theme music is from Allison Layton Brown, and our mixer is Christopher Fazy Bogan. We record the talks at TED events we host or from TEDx events, which are organized independently by volunteers all over the world. And we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or email us at podcasts at TED.com.